0: Sports Finder community, we're back with our popular segment where we speak to great founders, sporting professionals, and individuals from all over the globe. And today, it's no different, we have a very special guest, Mr. Alex Bookman. Alex, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, appreciate you for having me on. It's my absolute pleasure. Alex, um, let's go back a few years. Where did it all begin for you? Uh,
1: fortunately for me, it wasn't uh, a big... Uh of traveling circle for me. I actually graduated from a branch campus of University of South Carolina. That was USC Aiken uh, back in December 2012. Came about 50 minutes up the road to uh, Columbia where I'm at now. Started an internship. I thought I was going to be here for the most uh, six months, maybe a year. Uh, That turned into a grad assistant position which led to a full-time position and now, into my current role here, uh, later, seven years later. So, it's been um, really great, uh, a really great journey for me. Um, I've really enjoyed seeing the, the, the progress just of our um, sports performance department as a whole, and, and just really privileged to be a part of not only a, a great sports performance staff, but an athletic department that really values the, the total experience for the student athlete, which includes the performance side of it. Awesome. What's your current role? Currently, I'm the assistant director of sports performance for the University of South Carolina.
0: And tell us a bit about your role and
1: what what, what it basically involves. Uh, so well, first, of all, I guess the teams and the programs that I work with primarily are women's soccer and our men's and women's tennis programs. Um, in addition to that, we are um, a little spread out in terms of. Uh, weight rooms and kind of our setup on campus so um, I'm actually out of our soccer center we have a weight room in our soccer center and I'll oversee that facility and about six or seven teams we have uh, work out of here. Um, you here know, there's some small uh, administrative views I guess you could say on the side but um, the biggest piece is uh, really just trying to give all we can for all of our student athletes, I think, in a growing you know, field, and especially now with uh, the sports science and the data and everything we've tried to accumulate, that's an area that we've really tried to grow as a sports performance staff, and so really have tried to add that to our teams when and if needed, and, and really just try and help uh, our coaches and our staffs just, just guide the ship in any way possible that we
0: can for them. Awesome. So you've got six or seven teams. How do you guys really monitor their their performances and get them to excel season on uh, after season? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, first and foremost, it starts. With, we're very fortunate to have great coaches here. And, you know, I think
1: we can talk all day about our own, um, you know, philosophies is a big buzzword and you know, coaching styles, which is all very important, but if it doesn't come from the, the head coach it's very hard to try and um you know reciprocate that for something that's not being messed down. so i think whether we're talking about you know overtraining is a big you know term i think under training is is just as um important and could can be just as detrimental and and all of our coaches do a really great job and they're very conscientious of of that picture and they really allow us to do our um to do our job. We really don't get a lot of um, backlash. I think we get questions a lot because they're they're interested. They're dialed in. They want to make sure that they're doing um you know, what they need to do, but also any input from us that we can help. Um, so the biggest piece that we probably added in the last four or five years. It started with our women's soccer program. We added uh, heart rate monitors using first beat sports. Um, and I think that's actually been a tremendous addition for us because, again, um, and speaking primarily, that's the team that I'm with um, exclusively. And I can say firsthand that from the top down, it's a great program run by great coaches and, and that have really had everything dialed in. So it was really interesting when we first started using the – the system and the straps, it really incurred a lot of the information that we kind of already thought we knew. And some might say, well, why, why, you know, know, begin to use this as an asset if if it's something you already know? And I said, well, because it allows us to really fine tune everything that we want to achieve, you know, where it takes guessing out of the equation, where it's not like it's a situation where I'm having to, you know, take the data, go to the coach and say, hey, push them hard today we really need to to back off it's it's using the data where we can fine-tune on more of a individual basis when and if needed but really it just it allows us to really dive into everything that the athletes are doing so we kind of sprinkled that into a couple um, other teams our men's soccer program uses the same system as well and now we have our Men's and women's tennis uh, programs on it as well. And I think just year after year for each team, um, you know, we'll just be looking at some numbers, and it seems like something different just jumps out to you every time. And you know, we want to quantify as much metrics as we can, but also find the you know a, a true
0: foundation, so to speak, and a basis for each team that we can you know, build on for each year. Awesome. The uh, USA female soccer team is. The best soccer team in the world in, the, in female football. They are, yeah. Yeah. What do you think has been the, the secret behind that? Because I can see a, a bit of an emphasis in colleges on, on women's football soccer.
1: Yeah, I think speaking in briefly with the, with the U.S. team, um, I mean, just everything they've been able to accomplish over the past um, not just few years, was fortunate to actually um work a couple of uh training camps with us soccer with some of their youth teams and and really fortunate to meet don Scott uh who now the former uh head of performance for the women's national team she's now gone back over and she is with England working with the FA but I think she by far just laid a, a platform for women's soccer um, not uh, just for the women's national team, but really for, for soccer as a whole over here in the States. And just, I mean, the, just the way she was able to create different um, platforms, and, and she just seemed like she was five years ahead, you know, and probably even more than that. Um, really great practitioner, taught me a lot just in the few times that we were able to, to interact and meet. And I think she really took. Sports science piece to the next level, um, you know, over here in the States. You know, I think a lot of times you'll get um, a big thing for the, I guess, soccer over here, not in a bad way. I think you'll, you'll hear a lot of other, oh, it's a lot of athleticism, it's more of a physical game. And so I think that adding this next piece um, to that, the monitoring part, is really just kind of helped everyone just take a different approach and a different. Look, not so much changing a whole lot what you might do technically, technically, but you know, what can we do based with what we have? And is there anything jumping out at us that we haven't really taken notice
0: of yet? Yeah, absolutely. What's one thing that you took away from her that's really stuck with you?
1: I think really just um, it was probably I guess three years ago now when every year they hosted an event for um all science uh, practitioners and this was actually right before the she believes cup i believe I in the, the spring of 2016 or 2017 maybe and um she invited me down um and i was able to kind of observe and watch and we also got to observe um uh, quick training session from the women's national team and and she really concurred a lot of what um, I've heard from a lot of other great practitioners it was so it was a lot of simplicity in her approach and what they you know were looking for but the the dialed in from you know everything from the from the GPS from using you know if it was fit for 90 it, you know it was all these different metrics One day, everything might be uh, a norm, nothing stands out. But as soon as something, you know, was off the chart, it kind of just red flagged her right there. And I would just say her ability to individualize when needed um, is something that I thought was really uh, amazing to a degree, just with with how well she can integrate with the coaches, with the players, and just what jumps out to her, maybe over anyone else, and, and really kind of got me thinking and looking at a different
0: way and looking at a different approach for kind of how you view the the sport and the athletes with that. Awesome. Well, so you've basically gone through a bit of a system um, and you've climbed the ranks. Along the way, what would you say were your biggest challenges? Uh, you know, I think, um, we were talking earlier, even before I think especially it's uh,
1: when you look at the strength and conditioning coach, you know, for college especially, it's not a saturated field; it's an oversaturated field, and you know, it can be difficult to sort of break through and get in. And even once you get in, it's um, it can be another challenge trying to stay in and go forward. Um, you know, for some it might be, you know, a lot of long hours. I think when you find your niche, you know, so to speak, um, that's how a lot of our interns that in. once you have established yourself in it, it's very hard to get out of it. You just have to stay true with what you're doing and, and understand that, um, you know, you're not going to make your career in, you know, one to three years. But um, it's such a rewarding profession that if you just, your head down and go to where you're, you're gonna be um where you want to be like i said it, it's saturated you know, just with a lot of vacancies um or i should say lack of vacancies and everyone that's wanting to get in it's uh a lot of people will not be able to stick that out you know so to speak going through and then once you're in it's just trying to not be complacent trying to add you know something uh Different for me, it was the the sports science aspect. You know, I consider myself a a strength and conditioning coach, first and foremost. I don't consider myself a a sports scientist by any means, but it is an element that I have wanted to learn more about and how can we bring that, you know, on our program and and how can we bring that to our other programs as well. So I think challenging yourself to, to kind of dive into something that might be a little uncomfortable, at first but an area that you can definitely see positive helping not only you as a practitioner but helping your teams and athletes
0: absolutely makes sense um with with all this tech now involving in sports and sport performance where do you see the future heading um you know from a from a
1: tech standpoint you know I, I do see more teams um getting on board with the data I know. you Yes, has already been, um, you know, the leading forefront. You know, I think heart rate monitors are are a close second. Um, for me, I would say I do see sometimes talking to other uh, schools. It seems like they have the tech, but um, they're not even sure why you know they want to use it or what they have it for. And you know, the question will be, hey, well, how do you use this? And, kind of very bland, you know, answer. And I think really, you know, especially in college and everything now is recruiting-driven. Uh, so if a coach wants something, i say, hey, let's get GPS, just to see if you can get GPS. And maybe for some of your higher revenue sports that are fortunate to do that. Um, you know, I would say for us, it's such a... For me personally, using the heart rate system, it's so simple and I don't think it's bad to say it's simple because at the end of the day you're you're looking for a a quick and simple way to relate the information to the coaches and it gives us exactly what we want exactly what we need and I've seen these metrics over five seasons now and really have a good grasp of what we're you know looking for and trying to achieve and so for me I, I want it to be simple and it should be I don't need this big complex system you know if it was for the professional athlete, you know, it might take a different route. You know, you might not be doing as much development there from an athletic standpoint. But here, on average, you know, we get them for three, four years. Um, you know, your athletic, um, you know, maturity can be very different across the board. And so, what's the easiest way, but the most efficient way? And, you know achieve that, and I think for the college landscape, I would say we're seeing a lot more, um, you know, priority put into just, just everything from the tech side, not just uh, you know, monitoring, but you know, there's a lot of just um devices in the morning, you know, to come on, and everything from uh, Omega Wave and you know, other things of that nature that kind of um, you know. Checking the athlete's readiness—that's that, been a big one. You know, monitoring their recovery, you know, and really trying to dial in. You know, what's the the best approach you know, to get that? And I think that hopefully in the next um, five to ten years is really taking the time to really understand the data and what you're looking for. You know, not just getting it just to you know, oh we have it you know, let's monitor loosely and look at different areas, but to truly.
0: Establish a platform with, with everything that you're doing. Okay. Very nice, Alex. Um, lots of information to absorb, heaps of insight. Um, it's been amazing. Thank you very much. Uh, before we wrap things up, uh, just quickly, where can we find you online?
1: Uh, so we have our uh, athletic sports page That's at gaincoxonline.com. Uh, we actually do have a Sports Performance tab um, under that as well. We also are on Twitter and Instagram, and there's a link um, online to both
0: of those as well to
1: kind of showcase our athletes and teams, you know,
0: what we can. Make awesome. I'll, I'll find those links and I'll put them in our show notes. Once again, thank you very much, Alex Bookman, for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. Thank you. appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?